welcome to Conversation with a Chef. I'm Jo Ritty and I love sharing with you the conversations I get to have with talented and passionate chefs. It's the backstory, if you will, to the food they're putting up. Today's chat is with Sando Mateos from La Concheria. When I first arrived in Melbourne nine years ago, I was introduced to a beautiful group of Mexican-Irish friends, or more specifically, Mexican girls with Irish partners. My initial fascination with this particular combo quickly disappeared into the absolute joy I had spending time with them. Many in that group have moved on or away, but I feel lucky that Greta and her Irish Dave remain amongst my dearest friends in Melbourne. It's thanks to Greta that I learned about Sando and his Mexican sweetbreads. Sando arrived in Melbourne in March this year, and despite being in a new city in lockdown, has established a thriving business selling conchas, or sweetbread. This weekend's a biggie because of the Day of the Dead festivities and all the dead bread, pan de muerto, he's making. It was a joy speaking to Sando and know that there's another lovely Mexican doing great things in Melbourne. Hola. Hola. That's Spanish. That's really good. I know. Como esta? That's about as far as I go. Yeah, that, that's very common for Mexican. If, and if you know Greta, she, maybe you may know uh, many words of Spanish and Mexican Spanish. Yeah. Thank you so much for talking me to me today, Sando. Um, and, and I don't really know very much about you. So you've just sort of started things on Instagram. So I've been following your posts, but maybe um, you could tell me a little bit about your story. So where do you come from? I'm from Mexico. I was born in Mexico City. And then I moved with my family to Puebla, where I studied and lived almost all of my life. Puebla is a city located two hours from Mexico City. It's still in the downtown area. And I grew up there, studied there, and then I got the opportunity to have a job also there. And then after uh, so many years, I decided to give a twist to my life before making roots in my country and and make things that uh, maybe when you make uh, roots and you can, don't want to move anymore to to come uh, to another place and try different things. Yeah, that's why I am here to to Australia. Yeah, wow. That and it certainly has been a twist, hasn't it? You probably didn't really intend to come here and then have lockdown for so long either. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I didn't think that it was going to take too much time and too much effort for everybody. And I know that this is worldwide and my family is also struggling with this in Mexico. Uh, but I didn't mean that uh, this was going to happen with this magnitude. No. <laughs> because this is... This has changed the humanity completely and also the way of the living of, of all of us. Yeah. So when did you arrive in Melbourne? I arrived in March. Oh, <laughs> of this year. okay. So your your experience <laughs> of Melbourne is completely Melbourne in lockdown. That's terrible. <laughs> That's true because all of the people tell me that Melbourne was like a very cosmopolitan city and that there are a lot of events and many places to go together with the friends and so on. But until now, I have just experienced the lockdown Melbourne. It's not bad, but it's not what the people used to say about it. Not at all. <laughs> no, it's terrible. Um, <laughs> so now tell me about um, Mexican bread. Are you a trained baker or how did this come about? 
all of this came about uh, because of my grandparents. All of the, the both of them, of my both families, were bakers, <laughs> and also a family of artisans. We in Mexico also make some uh, figures for the New Year's Eve, the religious one that will be Jose Maria and so on. And we make a lot of artisans uh, and figures about that in clay and porcelain and so on. So I just learned the the two uh, offices, offices or jobs there uh, in Mexico. But in Mexico, I studied another thing. I studied engineering, as many of the Mexicans do. Ah. <laughs> but in the at the same time, I used to help to my family with with it with the side business. So that's why I know how to make bread and not only bread. I also make how to cook Mexican food. But I think that uh, uh, there's a lot of people here in Mexico that is in Mexico in Melbourne that is making now a Mexican food, and I am uh, surprised that in Mexico the culture of the Mexican bread is is super uh, high. You, you know that maybe the Mexican eat more Mexican sweet bread than tacos. That's amazing because for the world, every all the world it knows that Mexican we only eat tacos. And that's true, but we eat more Mexican sweet bread than, than the tacos. And I am amazed that uh, I have been traveling to different places in the world, and I haven't seen like the, the culture itself of the Mexican sweet bread. And maybe not too many people know about it. Maybe it started to spread maybe with the movies like Coco or another things that they... Uh, Maybe one restaurant, a place, but nobody knows about this. And in in Mexico, we eat it in the breakfast, in the night, as a, as, as a snacks. So that's why I wanted to to make a, something different and to start it within the Mexican community. So I started with one bread, and the people started to like it, and they said, "Ah, if you bring another bread," and then they came up with another idea. So. And as I had already some recipes from my family, I started to make more and more breads. And now I have, a, I think, a, a regular menu with many options that people can enjoy. And that, that's good. I, I, am, I am really so happy now. Yeah, wow. And so maybe you could, could can you explain to me what some of those options are? So when, um, when people are buying, what, what are your different sweet breads? What's in a sweet bread? What is the traditional okay. sweet bread? <laughs> <laughs> in Mexico, it's it's amazing because in the Mexican cuisine is one of the most full of dishes around the world. And we have also many different options depending on the region of Mexico. So trying to cover all of the options of all of the regions in Mexico also will like be like very demanding because Mexican can have like like many, many, many different uh, dishes. But the most popular and traditional are the, one, the ones that I uh, am making. And I am also uh, trying to make some new recipes to always uh, innovate here. So uh, starting with the, the first one are the conchas. The traditional conchas, this is very similar to the Japanese melon bread. Mm. Uh, yeah, this is a brioche that has a, a sugary custard in the top. And this is like the most common bread in around Mexico. So in Mexico, we eat almost 
every day that and maybe it's because of the sugary custard that you have uh, in the top that uh, when the Mexican family go to buy th that option uh, to the bakeries in Mexico, they can't miss that. And that's why I placed the, nom the name of the business La Concheria, yeah. because this is the, the most common bread uh, in Mexico. Then the second bread is now a seasonal bread bread that I am making now and it's uh, gaining more, more popularity around the world because maybe the festivity of the dead bread that mm. it's the, the, the dead bread yeah so this this is the bread that I have been promoting these days because this is the season yeah and this bread uh, is uh, something that we only make in Mexico like in October and November and this bread has a an explanation because oh, I don't know if I have a bread here, but if if not, it is like the the circle of life. Then in the top, they ha it has like a, a little ball that represents the head, and also the schools of the dead. And the bread itself have some essences, orange like orange blossom water and orange peel and some others that remember the essence of the ones that have uh, gone away. And then we place that in offerings in Mexico. So when it comes, uh, like one week before, we place this kind of bread in the offerings. And they stay there like first on 2 of November, because we have uh, two days to celebrate that the deaths come here, visit us. They eat not only the dead bread, but also the traditional dishes that they eat in life. And then they go away, and when uh, they go, the families share all of this bread and dishes with the rest of the family to commemorate that we are still living. Wow. So that, that's the other one. And the, the next ones are like uh, different options depending on the, on the regional areas, like Pandeferia, that is a bread that it's sold only during the festivities and another uh, regional bread that I am starting trying to, to get from every region of Mexico. Mm. And another thing that it's innovative about this is the vegan options. Because in Mexico, maybe we don't have too many vegan culture like here. <laughs> and here uh, I was requested to to get like vegan options of, of this bread. So uh, I started with these two breads and now I am trying to, to bring more of, more of them here also for the Melbourneian. Yeah, right. And so do you need a special flour to make them, to make these breads? Yeah. Oh, no, I was going to say for your ordinary bread, for your main sweet bread, um, not vegan, is that just a wheat flour or is it a corn flour or what? What kind of flour do you use for that? For the conchas, the main one is wheat. Oh. I uh, try to respect like the traditional recipes from Mexico. And yes, actually most of them are then are from wheat. And some options are, for example, the cornbread has corn flour. Also the cheese pies instead of wheat has also corn flour. So, but most of them are of wheat. Mm, amazing. And um, are you are you baking them at 
at home or are you doing it in a bakery? Like how are you, where are you making your bread? I am starting now uh, to pass the transition because I didn't think at the beginning it was done on to survive here <laughs> because you know I arrived and nobody gave me like job or anything so I tried to to make this only to survive and I started to get good response I started to condition my kitchen because this kitchen is amazing because now I only use it for that because my flatmate doesn't cook anything <laughs> so the only thing yeah the only thing that I make here is bread bread every day even I don't cook even my thing because I, I am only using it for it I have chefs or anything and now uh, for the demand and everything I am starting to think in, in go to a bakery now a bakery or what I want to share at the beginning because now it's for risk assessment more than for anything because you know that the wave it is still unstable and we don't know if this is going to be like like open for like forever or we will have a third wave of the COVID. So it's also risky to make a big investment if you make it by, by your own and more if you are like starting a new business in a new country. So that's why I am looking now uh, for options uh, to go to to share with another bakeries. I started to look now uh, within the neighborhood and within other uh, bakeries, and uh, but to establish in a bigger place because I think that like the demand now it's starting to grow more than I, I can handle in my house. Mm. And are your customers mainly Mexican, or are they now? Um Everyone, <laughs> <laughs> almost Mexican. I I may I think that maybe it's amazing because I didn't think that there were too many Mexicans here in Melbourne, but I got surprised when I received messages from Mexicans in the inner suburbs or or from other. The word of mouth effect is amazing. Mm. <laughs> Uh, they recommend me within the the one or two, and then it started to spread. And even if I have now like the Instagram or Facebook account, the word of mouth it's like the most powerful uh, thing that have helped me. Maybe eighty per eighty five percent are Mexican. Uh, the other ten percent are relatives to Mexican, <laughs> and uh, I yeah, <laughs> and I am starting to get some orders from another nationalities like French or Australian. Yeah, because uh, I, I'm starting to, uh, to, to spread this within the Australian culture because the sweet bread of Mexico was not that known as, as the tacos. But once they try it, they start to, to think about it as a, a different option. And that's that's good. Absolutely, and they look so good in your Instagram photos. Delicious, and they they're beautiful as well. Like the shapes and things that you're doing, and twists and whatever. They really um, and you've obviously used a glaze on them, do you? Because they look all sort of shiny and delicious and sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and I know it also requires a. <laughs> I know that um, I know that Greta, um, my friend Greta, who told me about you, she was so excited to find out that there was finally a Mexican sweetbread. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Greta comes 
every week for contest. Every week. Yeah. Uh, she and Sarah, I don't know if you know I Sarah, do, I know Sarah, yes. They, both of them. <laughs> One week, Greta makes the order. The, second, the other week, Sarah comes for the order. This, this last Friday, Sarah and Greta came together. They were in a picnic in uh, here, very close, yeah. and they came here together for the conchas. <laughs> I, I don't, yeah, and they are also really, really nice person. <laughs> they are. They're lovely, aren't they? And um, I don't know what they did without you. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, so, how much bread are you making a week? You know, how many loaves, or what's what's the quantity per week now? I depend of the of the Mexicans or the customers, but in average, maybe I make like one hundred breads per weekend, maybe. Wow. Maybe okay. like yeah, that that's amazing. I have shelves like for one hundred and twenty uh, breads. Yeah. So. So almost full capacity. <laughs> <laughs> That's huge. Um, so do you make them to order? Um, so you, people put their order in and then you make it so you're not wasting anything. Is that what you do? Yeah, that's true. I don't make any bread that it's not requested. Yeah. And it's also very helpful also for me because I don't have like waste yeah. or, or something. And also the people receive all of the bread uh, fresh. So once it's baked, it's received. Yeah, and that maybe that that's one of the of the good points that that people like it about like about it. Mm-hmm. So no, uh, what I do is from Monday to Thursday, I receive the orders, and I'm in the oven all the Friday, okay. Friday all day, and all the Saturday I make deliveries through all Melbourne. <laughs> wow, so. I suppose, well, you've discovered a lot more of Melbourne by doing that, I suppose, by driving around, <laughs> at least. That's true. <laughs> so how can people, um, if people are listening to the podcast or reading the um, the article, how can people find you to order more and make you even more busy? <laughs> <laughs> they can follow the pages. Uh, in the pages, there is, like, information okay. uh, from La Concheria y Mas. Uh, then we have a page in Facebook, Instagram. I am making now the internet page. I am working on that because it's a lot of work, a lot of work for yeah. one person. Now I have one person that is starting to help me because now the, the management and the operation uh, demands a lot of time. Uh, and they cannot order like that or through my WhatsApp, all, all of the details and contacts are in the pages. So okay. they can uh, make their, their order and and there are like the instructions and everything and the options and the pictures. Okay. So they can uh, ask for their Mexican friends. <laughs> Perfect. Um, well, thank you so much for talking to me and congratulations on making something work so well in a new country in lockdown. You've done amazingly well. So well done. Thank you so much. <laughs> Your words have also uh, helped me also to me because yeah. I didn't think that this was going to, to work. When I started making this, I didn't know that it was going to become this and to become like a, a, a formal business. And now 
I have a lot of steps still to work to to get it into a bigger business, uh, but it's exciting and and that's it, step by step, step yeah. by step, and the people enjoying this. this that that's my my best gift, really. When the when the people came to me and say, I am so happy, <laughs> that that's the best. That's wonderful. Thank you so much, Sando. Gracias. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> Yay, <that's... laughs> and um, well, good luck this coming week and weekend with more orders, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, I am still receiving orders. I have uh, my messages because this is a high season for me because the death of the bread. Oh, of course, then, yes. And then I am, I am. Yeah, I am receiving many, many orders, which is good. It's good. I am really so happy. Yeah. You've been listening to Conversation with a Chef. I'm Joe Ritty, and thank you so much for joining me today. If you'd like to read the full transcript of the conversation, you can go to www.conversationwithachef.com or follow me on Instagram so you'll always be up to date with the latest conversation.